From India's largest newsroom, I'm Meenal Baghel and this is the Times of India podcast. Ab ye vaccine jo hai bahu par lagti hai aur jab vaccine bahu par lagti hai to aap bahubali ban jate hain aur corona ke khilaf ladne ke liye बाहुबली बनने का एक ही उपाय है कि आपके बाहू पर वैक्सीन लगवा दीजिए अब तक 40 करोड़ से ज्यादा लोग कोरोना के खिलाफ लड़ाई में बाहुबली बन चुके हैं आगे भी बहुत तेज गति से इस काम को आगे बढ़ाया जा रहा है Prime Minister Narendra Modi used some nifty wordplay to highlight the achievements of India's vaccination campaign before the ongoing session of parliament. However, what the wordplay couldn't hide was that so far only 9 crore people have been fully vaccinated in the country. 35 crore have received only one jab, which scientists are now saying is not protective enough. Since the start of the year there've been multiple policy changes leading to long queues and much confusion among the vaccine takers in some places videos have even emerged of stampede like situation as people attempt to ensure they get the vaccine against covid-19 My colleague Reema Nagarajan has been closely tracking the government's vaccination program and she joins us today to explain what exactly is the vaccination situation in India. Reema, what is the situation with the vaccine availability in the country? How many have we vaccinated so far and are we on course to meet our targets? Uh we have vaccinated about I think about 25% or so. if you are counting only the first doses it all depends on what the target is actually if your target is that all people above 18 would be vaccinated by the end of the year then we are not going to meet that target that's pretty obvious and i guess it's obvious to the government too which is why in response to a question in rajya sabha about target the government has suddenly said that there is no such target that we'll vaccinate everybody by the end of the year so i guess the government also knows it's not going to happen uh, right now the biggest hurdle to vaccination seems to be getting enough supplies because all the earlier problems of you know vaccine hesitancy people not being sure about how effective the vaccine is the fact that you know um, government hadn't placed enough orders none of that applies right now because again from the data given to parliament we realized that just two weeks back the government has placed the largest order ever for 6 crore doses so now it's not even about government not placing order the point is you can place as big an order as you want will you get that number of vaccines that's the question because we have only two suppliers finally the government hmm. talked about you know getting vaccines from abroad they listed a whole lot of other companies which will be supplying us with vaccines but none of that has you know fructified so to speak so we have left with two suppliers so how did we go from being the world's largest vaccine manufacturer to this situation where we are struggling to not just give a meet our commercial commitments but also vaccinate our own people what what went wrong crucially you think we can only speculate and we can go by some of the documents which we can 
C, which is available in the public domain. It looks like the government really never thought that we would have to vaccinate the entire population. Never imagined this would have to be done. So though the science said that you would have to, I guess we were actually being optimistic that you know, maybe because we eat a lot of Bhelpuri and Panipuri, our immunity is very high and so we might not need vaccines. Not everyone would need it. You know, there was all kinds of wishful thinking. It was definitely not based on science. So what happened was when even when the government said that, you know, we are going to vaccinate all our health workers and uh, decided our priority groups, even at that point of time, I think the government was, as far as we can see from whatever documents are available, the government was thinking that that's as much as we would need to do. Basically, health workers, frontline workers and elderly and people with comorbidities, they didn't imagine even at that point of time it would be the entire population. In fact, from the beginning, the government had made it clear that it would not be universal immunization. Yes, it's pretty obvious that you know the government never imagined they would have to do universal immunization. And so all the planning, as you can see, has been influenced by that. Like, for example, giving a technology which you developed, the government helped develop Covaxin and gave it to just one company when you actually have, you know, six companies in this country which manufacture vaccines. Uh, why would you not give it to six if you have, when you know you have such a huge population? Your population is equivalent to, what, 60 countries in the world? Instead of, you know, planning for that, what you did was give it to one company and a company with such a low production capacity that with all the encouragement that the government is doing, uh, giving them an exclusive market, uh, buying commitment with all of those things, Bharat Biotech has just not been able to ramp up its production. So we are mostly dependent still on Serum Institute and Covishield. So at the moment, uh, what exactly is the government's thinking? Has there been a change of strategy? Are we now aiming for a vaccination for everyone? Yes. I think uh, now the government realizes that we will have to vaccinate everybody, but the government is under no illusion that it's going to happen by the end of the year. I think they have accepted that. Uh, they might not admit it in public. Uh, they might not make statements about it, but I think the government realizes that's not happening. And I think the other thing which the government is refusing to admit, but has probably realized by now, is the private sector is not going to be picking up its 25% share. At some level, that's understandable because uh, as the private sector points out, the percentage of population in India which can afford to pay for vaccines is very small. So the private sector realizes that and they know that you know, they have done the maximum they possibly could in terms of you know, they've reached the maximum number of people who could have paid for the vaccine, which is why there is very little interest from the private sector now to pick up vaccines, to pick up the stocks. Because you are investing crores of rupees into buying vaccines knowing that there isn't that big a market anymore. So now the only way you could possibly pull in the private sector would be for the government to go back to the strategy which it had earlier, which is where you buy all the vaccines, you transport it and get it to the private sector, and the private sector is merely a last mile for distribution. So the private sector gets that 150 rupees, but that's about it. All other costs are going to be borne by the government. If the government is willing to do that, then they might be able to persuade the private sector to continue with uh, vaccination. Recently, in the meeting with the prime minister, there were like several CNs who made the point that vaccines with private hospitals was not being used to full capacity and that it should be transferred to government centers. Is that going to happen? 
it is already happening again as as with everything with this government the problem is that you know they make a policy decision it turns out to be wrong it takes a long time for them to walk back from something it takes a shorter time to actually walk back but it takes a longer time to admit that they are walking back you know what the states are basically saying is again pointing to another problem which is the central government dictating to the states what the policy should be that is always a problem because every state the reality is different as we have seen even in the vaccination percentage by the private sector in delhi for example or in bangalore more than 50% of uh, private sector has done i think about 50% of vaccinations if i remember right so which means in these cities for example the strategy for vaccination would be completely different from what you would do outside those cities and that has to be decided by the states so the government cannot central government cannot sit in delhi and tell the states 25% vaccinations will be done by private sector no the better way of doing it and which is what we have always done in all our national immunization programs central government procures the vaccine hands them over to the states and it is the headache or the responsibility of the states to ensure that the vaccines get to the people who need it the central government doesn't tell the state that this much vaccine will be given by private sector this is how you are going to distribute it no that sort of local level management is usually done by states and that would have been the sensible way and i guess that's what the states are saying is herd immunity still considered to be the benchmark to be 70% so now they are saying that you no know, we shouldn't even be talking about herd immunity because if we are talking about variants for example i mean delhi had 56% sero prevalence when we checked in december so by that logic delhi shouldn't have had such a absolutely devastating second wave but second wave was with delta whereas first wave was the alpha variety so you know we had a completely different variant coming in so that skewed all the calculation so we we don't talk any more about herd immunity we don't dare to say that you know we can hope that herd immunity will help just coming back to vaccines very quickly the government seems to be using the first dose as a to sort of say that a large number of people have been vaccinated is that suitable protection or would it have been better to fully vaccinate people and count that well uh speaking to some of the experts they say that you know it has to be both the doses but you know all the papers which are looking at antibodies post vaccination they are saying that you know it gives you a certain amount of protection they are saying it's not good enough it's not good enough to protect you from uh, delta so the government is obviously hamstrung by the fact that we don't have enough supplies they have to say something to the people why they are uh, not being able to give the second dose on time so i guess it's more about that i don't think the government is under any illusion that just giving the first dose means that people are going to escape if there is a variant attacking us i asked the same question to dr sinatu and dr sinatu also said you know one dose is not good enough and that we sh- we have to target giving both the doses to everybody that's going to take a long time i mean definitely we are going to be stretching into the next year at least the first 3 months of next year Dr. Anish Sinha is an associate professor at the Indian Institute of Public Health in Gandhinagar and he is an expert in immunization programs. He's been involved with immunization programs right from the pulse polio of 2004. He spoke with Rema about the path he thinks India's immunization program can take. It's the demand supply that's uh, 
the basic reason for this covid vaccination site becoming unmanageable or people getting frustrated not getting vaccines a huge gap has been created between the demand and the supply so the solution is again going back to the same prioritization the most vulnerable covid has taken a huge toll on those above 45 and now so they should be given a priority even today to vaccinate and then the second priority should be 18 to 44 yes you are definitely not in favor of trying to get as many first doses as possible ah uh, no i will be interested in getting fully vaccinated numbers increasing that is see this vaccine efficacies are based on its complete dosage so whatever the efficacy 70% 80% 90% is claimed by the companies of two doses so i am mostly in favor that quickly we complete the second doses of the population also given that india is reliant on covid shield to push its vaccination campaign ahead i asked rema what is its status in terms of ramping up production and what is the status with covid shield adar punawala sort of seems to have uh, gone under the radar a bit well we have nothing to complain about serum right now because they are the ones who are producing i mean providing the bulk of vaccines to us i don't know i mean can we even afford to be complaining when actually like i said we made the biggest order just two weeks back and we are expecting that you know they will provide us all the doses too so though he might have gone under the radar his uh, company is giving us the vaccines we need i mean that is the bulk of our vaccination right no to be to be fair i think he was the only one who did some forward planning yes and and um, you know offer to suppliers the only one who has stuck to actually ramping up production the way he said is punawala so serum institute has ramped up its production but uh, like i said bharat is still struggling and uh, all that talk about you know how public sector units will start producing covaxin again from uh, what they have told parliament it's obvious that that's not going to happen before next year by next year probably by the time the public sector units are ready to produce the vaccines the question is uh, would we have finished vaccinating by then across the world countries are grappling with different problems in vaccinating their people in many developed nations governments are trying to convince reluctant people to take vaccines that are available in plenty while in poorer nations there is no access to vaccines but as far as india is concerned rema says our problems are entirely of our own making we have been calling ourselves the vaccine hub for the developing world and all of those things so we can't really compare those problems with ours ours is definitely a problem with very poor planning that's something we cannot escape we could have planned it better but then again you know you could say that that's hindsight and that maybe <laughs> you know nobody expected that we would have to vaccinate 1.3 billion people so but that's something science was always saying science was always saying that we need to vaccinate 1.3 billion and if anybody could have done it that's india because i mean the manufacturing capacity that india has i don't know if any other country other than maybe china or maybe not even that so i don't know we have we cannot compare ourselves to what other countries are facing today's episode was produced by arun george and joshua thomas 
For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We are available on TUI Plus, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, reach us at tuipodcasts at timesinternet.in.